Hi, welcome to the NCC More podcast. My name is Destiny Dees, and we're going to be talking a little bit today about joy to the world. Right now, we're in a series of messages called Seasons Greetings, and, and we're going through just kind of the greetings that we take for granted during this incredible and beautiful season. And joy to the world is definitely something that we hear a lot. Um, I was going through um, Home Depot the other day, and there were these six-foot letters that lit up um, bright red, and it said joy, and, and they were part of the Christmas decor. Of course, my little girl wanted them. That was what they she wanted out of the whole store to put in our yard because she feels that our yard is sad compared to our neighbors because our neighbors put up lights and we don't, so pray for her. But joy, um, it's even recognized by um, by the stores that joy is a part of this season, that joy is a greeting of the season, that joy is something that um, was brought by the Christmas story. And, and what's special about the joy that was brought is that Unlike the presents that might be under your tree that really are only going to bring joy or happiness to you or to the person who you give them to, Jesus brought joy to the entire world, to the entire world. Now think about that for a minute. If we believe that that is true, that means that every single person on the planet um, who has ever lived for the past 2,000 years and is currently living has an offer of joy to them from Jesus. That's pretty profound and it's pretty incredible. And so on Sunday, um, we talked a little bit about the kind of joy that Jesus brings and how he brings the joy of hope. And we definitely need hope in this season. Um, We need to believe that things can be better and how he brings the joy of salvation, knowing that we are accepted by God, the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, because we get to walk with God and know God and and have an advocate and a counselor and, and, and all of those things. And then also the joy of purpose, understanding that every single day can be meaningful, regardless of our title, our background, or our current season of life, because God has prepared good works for us to do in advance. And so we know that Jesus brought joy, but the reality is, and always has been, that that joy looks a little bit different than what we expected. It's just a little bit different than what we expected. When I was in college, I had an incredible roommate um, named Ray New, and she would bring these wonderful dishes that her mom um, would make. Her mom was from uh, the north of India, and and she would make great food. And so one day, she she brought this dish home, and it was these little coconut balls. And they reminded me so much of the the coconut balls that um, we eat at Christmas time. And so I was very excited to try them. And I tasted them, and at first they just tasted terrible. And I stopped and I asked myself why, and it really was because they just weren't what I expected. Um, I had expected something sweet, and this was very, very, very savory, (laughs) very salty, all kinds of different flavors. But after I adjusted my expectations, I found that I liked them quite a bit. Now, sometimes expectations can be like that. Sometimes we just didn't know what to expect, And we got something a little bit different. But once we adjusted our expectations, hey, it it was okay. It it was good. But in life, there are other expectations that are a lot bigger. Other expectations that when they're not met, it goes to the core of our soul. 
when we experience loss, when we really believed that we were going to be able to live one kind of life and instead we end up living a different kind of life, when we lose somebody that we care about, all all those things, our expectations can fail to be met and then we find ourselves in a place of disappointment. And we see this through the Christmas story. Mary's expectations could not have been met um, when she saw Jesus die, her first son murdered in front of a crowd, um, ridiculed by the oppressors. That can't have been what she expected, being the mother of God, being the mother of the Savior. Um, All the different people who were in the story, you could even see it after Jesus is resurrected from the dead on the road to Emmaus. His disciples, what do they say? They say, we thought he was the Messiah. We thought that he was the one. We we thought we had an expectation that things were going to turn out differently. And um, their expectation wasn't met. They had a disappointment. Of course, when they met Jesus on that road and they realized that he was who he was and they experienced him in his resurrected form, suddenly there was a joy that overcame their expectations, that overcame their loss, that overcame their disappointment. And that's what we have to find. We have to choose to find our joy in Jesus, not in the outcome that we expected, not in the life that we thought that we were going to live, but only in Jesus. Um, Jesus really is either the cornerstone or the stumbling block of our life. Either we will build our life on him and around him, or we will find ourselves broken by him because our disappointment will rob us of our joy. Our disappointment will rob us eventually of our faith, and our disappointment will eventually make us so offended at God that it actually causes us not to believe in him at all, because it shouldn't be this way. I hear some of my friends who turn away from Christianity and and stop believing completely. Oftentimes they just say, well, if, if all of this was true, it shouldn't be this way. What are they really saying? They're saying, it's not what I expected. I expected by now that God would have fixed the earth. I expected by now that um, all the fruit of the Spirit would reign. I would expected by now. And my expectations haven't been met. And so I'm disappointed and offended. And because of that, I'm going to reject my faith completely and just decide that none of this is true anyway. It's such a limited perspective. When we instead submit our hearts and our minds to Jesus and we find in him our joy and we accept him for who he is, risen Savior, we can find something so much bigger and so much more amazing than anything that we could have ever expected, better than anything we could have ever expected. Maybe today you're dealing with disappointment. Maybe today things haven't turned out the way that you really expected them to. Let me just give you a few things that may help you moving forward. First, God's not intimidated by your disappointment. So many times we can refuse to voice our disappointment until it has gotten so deep and poisoned so much of our life that really we can't even speak about it. Um, If you're disappointed, if you're offended today, 
Find somebody that you trust and talk to them about it. Or, or even better, get alone with God and talk to Him about it. Tell Him. Just tell Him, I'm disappointed. I don't understand why things are the way they are. All oh, destiny, you, you can't talk to God that way. Well, David did. I mean, read the book of Psalms. He always makes me feel a lot better. He said things that, well, I mean, I wouldn't wish them on my worst enemies, and he wished them on his worst enemies. He told God things like, you've abandoned me, and you've forsaken me, and all kinds of stuff like that. But he always came back to, but I know who you really are, and I know that you are the only one that can heal my heart, and I know that you're my Savior, and I know that you're going to rescue me. He came back to hope each time. So don't be afraid that God's going to reject you because you're offended or because you're disappointed. Don't be afraid that you you can't face that. Acknowledge it. Hey, I'm going through a season where my life isn't matching up to what I imagined. You know, so many times I, I talk to young moms who, who are dealing with this and they feel so guilty. You know, they have their first kid and and um, it's not all magic and rainbows and and all those cute outfits aren't quite getting used, or if they are, they're getting abused because they're getting thrown up on or, or whatever, and they're having to change them three times a day, and they're tired, and they're irritable, and, and really, they just wish that little blessing that they prayed for so long would go to sleep. It's okay. It's all right. See, it's okay for you to be disappointed. It's okay for you to be tired. It's okay for you to be frustrated. It's okay for things not to seem the way that you think that they should, because when you stop trying to make them into something that you think they should be, that's when you can embrace the joy of what they actually are. When you stop trying to have the perfect marriage and instead start loving your marriage and just improving your marriage from where it is, that's where you can find the joy, when you stop trying to have your neighbor's family and instead lean into the family that you are, that, that's where you can find the joy where you live. You know, everybody's different. Everybody's life's different. Everybody's journey's different. But Jesus is the same for all of us. And when we accept Jesus as he is, not who we think he should be, when we choose to be like the disciples and the blind man and so many others, the sinners, the publicans, the prostitutes, who accepted Jesus just as he was on the earth, rather than like the Pharisees and the religious who pushed him away because he didn't fit their expectations. When we do that, we get the joy of seeing Jesus as he is. So here are just some things that, that you can do if you're experiencing disappointment. So we talked about one that you can you can talk to someone about it. That's important. Talk to God about it. Talk to somebody else about it. Don't talk to your friend who's constantly negative. That's just a bad idea. They're not going to help you. Talk to somebody who's going to encourage you, who's going to empower you, who's going to speak wisdom and perspective to you, who's going to tell you, hey, the new word season doesn't last forever. Um, you just may not be that kind of mom who loves the little baby season, but hey, when they're two, you're going to love this. So just keep going. You're going to do great. Or maybe, hey, you know what? The darkness of, of, of loss 
Yes, it, it is hard and it is dark and you're never going to stop missing that person. But there is purpose even in the midst of your pain. And there is a next for you. You are not gone. You are still here and God still has something beautiful for you. Find somebody to talk to. Then find find an action to take. You know, what's so interesting is that the antidote for um, your expectations uh, is often find in t- found in taking concrete action. Because when we begin to take concrete action, that's when all the theories and all of the, the thoughts kind of just start to fall away. Instead of thinking about what kind of mother that you should be, just, just begin to take action. Take one step. Don't worry about all the art projects that you should be doing and the sensory board that you should have built and all of that stuff. Just, just do one thing today. Just do one thing. Um, don't worry about all the organic food that you could have possibly made. Just do one thing. Take an actual action, an actual step. Don't think about how far away you are from your business goal or your educational goal and how you've just messed it all up and how it's just not what you expected. Take a concrete action. Don't sit and wonder whether you'll ever be okay after your your change or after the abandonment or after the loss. Just take one action. Go to lunch with one person. Um, join one group. Go to one outing. Go to the store. Get dressed. Take a shower. Do whatever it is. Just take a single action. It's such a powerful, powerful thing, and it's so small, but it will often help us with our disappointment. And then begin to reframe your expectations. The enemy of your future is your past expectations. So begin to reframe your expectations. Oh, Destiny, you're talking about settling. No, I'm not. I'm talking about building a future rather than dwelling on a past. Build your future. You know, the disciples had that choice. They had an expectation that Jesus was going to stay with them and was going to set up a kingdom on this earth. And then he disappeared in the clouds. What was that about? Man. But an angel had to come down and tell him to stop staring up in the clouds and to take action and to go to Jerusalem and to pray for power so that they could go and fulfill the mission that Jesus had for them. You know, there were 500 people there that day who saw Jesus go up into the clouds. And there were 120 who were in that single upper room. Maybe there were other people in other upper rooms praying around the city, but there were only 120 in that room. And that's still a reduction from 500. And I often wonder what happened to those other people. And I wonder if it was that they couldn't get over what they thought should have happened. If they couldn't stop thinking about how their expectations hadn't been met. Maybe they were even plotting to try to figure out how they could take over, how they could push the Romans out, how they could be the ones who would fulfill their old expectation instead of embracing the new that God has for them. Hey, maybe God has something new for you. What can you plan towards today? What can you walk into today? What new expectation can you frame today? Yeah, it may not be what you dreamed of when you were 20. Maybe it will be eventually, but maybe it won't be. Maybe it's something completely different, something completely new, and something that'll bring you an unexpected and a beautiful, beautiful joy. You know, I think about so many of the missionaries that 
um, that I value so deeply. And I read their stories, and there's one in particular that really sticks out to me. Um, He was sent to Liberia for about, I think it was maybe 20 years, something like that. But that wasn't the country that he wanted to go to. He actually wanted to go to a different country. And he kept on getting turned down. He had made plans. He had learned language. He had prepared. That was where he was going to go. And he was so excited about it. And then some things happened with his family. One of his children got sick. He missed the window for the missions agency to send him to that country. And he ended up having to go somewhere new. I'm sure that it was difficult for him to walk away from the expectations of his past. I'm sure it was difficult for him to walk away from the hours spent learning that language and praying for that country. But he walked into something new and he allowed God to let him dream again in the season he was actually in, not in the season that had already passed. Are you still dreaming in a season that has been gone for a long time? Are you still dreaming like, like all the options are on the table instead of looking around and seeing what good there is for you to do in this season, in this moment? Stop. Allow God to let you dream about your future, not just mourn over your past. And I can tell you that you will find more joy than you could have ever imagined. This Sunday, we're going to be talking about peace on earth, the incredible peace that comes to those who God's favor rests on. And you know, this is the thing, is that God's favor has rested on everyone because everyone was given the gift of Jesus. Maybe you say, Destiny, yes, I need joy, and but in order to get there, I'm going to need some peace. I'm going to need some peace that passes understanding. Can I just tell you today, that that peace is available for you, that it's not just a, a lie or, or some kind of trick that we say to make people feel better, but there is a peace that passes all understanding. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. There is peace available for every single one of us. One, one of the fruits of the Spirit is, is peace. Why? Because it's something that comes out of us because of who is in us. And so today, I, I just want to pray for you. And pray that God will help you to confront your disappointments, find joy again, and to accept the gift of his peace. God, we thank you so much for the people who are listening right now. Lord, I pray that um, you would touch our hearts, that you would show us the areas where disappointment and offense have crept in and have started to steal our joy and even cause us to doubt you. Father, I pray that we would embrace who you are not just who we want you to be, that we would embrace the future you have for us, not just the past that we had planned for ourselves. And Lord, we trust you to give us peace every step of the way. In Jesus' name, amen.